Life's too short. Life's too damn short. So, eat everything. Try anything. Exercise. Experience all that life has to offer. Here's exercise physiologist, medical journalist, and healthy talk host, Melanie Cole, MS. You know, it's not uncommon to have at least one relationship in your life that causes grief, that makes you anxious if you have to see the person that you worry about, and sometimes even that can damage your psyche and make you angry when you're with this person. My guest today is Doris Schachenhofer. She's a workshop facilitator and communication trainer, and she's here to tell us about being stuck in a difficult relationship or a toxic relationship. Doris, Welcome to the show. Let's talk about that because we all have some friends or even family members that we consider toxic, that don't add to our pile of good things. So how do we acknowledge that? How do we recognize that that's what they are? Hello, Melanie. Thank you for having me. Yes. Um, first is really to acknowledge it, to not to not hide it for yourself uh, and um to not judge yourself for having this relationship or having this person in your life. And uh, oftentimes, we make it personal. But if we, we, if we don't make it personal uh, and look for another, from another perspective, sometimes it really is totally different as we think. Often if a, if a person um, is toxic with us, so we think it has something to do with us. We we did something wrong. We said something wrong. Uh, we should do something different. But if we would acknowledge that oftentimes it doesn't have to do anything with us and we are just there uh, for them in, in the right time or right place to make us wrong. Um, and uh, this is the first point for me always. Don't make it personal and don't touch yourself to have a relationship or a person around you. See, now, I mean, I guess there must be something going on with me because when I feel like I'm in a toxic relationship, I definitely don't blame myself. I mean, I, I always, because I'm a very upbeat, positive person. So when I'm around people who are very negative, who have a lot of negative things to say about somebody else or mean things, I, I, I blame them. I mean, so. I mean, how do we, what are we supposed to do? We don't let it consume us, right? Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. Don't, uh, don't let them affect you. And really also have allowance for people, what people are choosing. Because if you blame them, also you take on a point of view. And a point of view is something where you have a resistance or align with something. And then it also makes yourself and the other person stuck in whatever is going on. If you have allowance for it and just acknowledge it for what it is, uh, you for yourself can step out of it and don't be the effect of the situation. Um, so this is this is uh, one part. And um, like what 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 one point is that I use a lot is it's a tool, and it is called interesting point of view. I have this point of view. So if a, if you have an upset or angry about someone, you just for yourself, silent in your head, or even if you're alone in a room, you can say it out loud. And maybe you wanna wanna just go with me right now and think of a person that you're set, upset with or that makes you angry, and then you would say to yourself, um, "Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view." 
interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. And you go on as long as there is energy on it. And you will, you will. So how is it for you? Has something changed? Yeah, well, Did so you I mean, you've got me. Yeah, you've you've got me doing this right now, and 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 in this <laughs> time, Doris, in this tumultuous time in this country and really around the world, so many families are fighting over, you know, politics and the state of the nation, and that's yeah. one of the key things right there. And so when you were saying that, I was thinking about that, and when you're with somebody who has such a different view or such yeah. a, a different way to look at the world that you find, you know, just repulsive, then, then I was trying to do what you were just doing. I don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> I mean, I will keep doing it, and I will. But this is a tougher time. But I, I, I see what you're saying because it does make you see that they have a point of view, and it's probably legitimate even if you don't agree with it. Yeah, and everywhere where you have a point of view that they have a point of view, and you you... Uh, don't align with them uh, and disagree. So then we start often to react to that. And this is where where the problem in a way starts because then we are effect of it. And yes, some people have points of view where you think this is really bad or uh, how can they? But this makes you the effect of it. If you get that this is that everything is an interesting point of view, what they have and also what you have around this, then uh, it makes the whole thing bigger. And uh, then you can also start uh, from, from no point of view, there's change possible. There is uh, another invitation possible. And uh, yeah, for yourself, you get free. There is a freedom in it as well to not fight it. Because a lot of people can't hear what you have to say. If people really <laughs> want to hold it's on true. to whatever they think about politics, you know, you can have the longest conversation and nothing will change. The only thing that happens is that you go out exhausted, angry, you think you didn't have the, the best arguments or whatever. So it's just exhausting to, to have a conversation with these people and allowing yourself to have the allowance. So what, what I would say often to, to myself is allowance, please expand over my awareness or whatever is going on and ask for uh, the allowance to increase for anyone around you. Okay, and you Doris. And see something will change. Yeah. I, and I, I hear what you're saying. I do see that things can change, but what if they can't? And you said, of course, we can't change people's opinions. I get that. When does a toxic relationship become something you jump ship for? If you have a friend that you had, you know, maybe since high school, but now they've turned into a person you just don't really want to be around, when do you say, okay, you know what? I don't need to work that hard on this relationship because it's not good for me. When do you jump ship? Yeah. I would, I'm a really pragmatic person and I look always for me in my life that things work for me, you know, and um, I would say I'm also a caring person and we always, always think that being caring is to have this person in your life, you know, but sometimes being uh, care for other people is also to let them go and to let them have their opinions, to let them have their life, to let them also destroy their lives, <laughs> to whatever they do but also be, be a kind and caring for yourself. And um, this is where a lot of people over the years in my life left um, my life, or even I uh, started to not have uh, that much time with them. 
And um, this is where, where it gets to be, be caring and, and kind to yourself. I would say it's not a wrongness. It's not leaving them out or, or leave the people. It's really about looking at what works and what is kind and caring for yourself. That's really important, and what a good point. So so tell us a little bit about your work as a workshop facilitator and communication trainer and, and your Being You classes. Yeah. So uh, I facilitate uh, Being You classes and business classes and also uh, voice classes, right, Voice for You. Uh, is it called um, All Over the World, Online and Life? And it's all about empowering people to know what they know. It's all about empowering people that they step out the wrongness. They think, a lot of people think they're wrong. A lot of people judge themselves for whatever. Like lots of us grew up uh, like judging our bodies, judging our whatever, however we are in the world, judging that we are too less in work or in relationships. So it's giving people pragmatic tools, easy and effective to change whatever they want to change. And uh, this, I love that so much. I can see people in a really short amount of time seeing that they are not wrong and that they have choice, that they have possibilities. I grew up with a lot of things of, uh, did you think about it? I'm not sure if that is possible. Do you think you have enough money? Do you think you have enough time? And this is all the things where we, you where we limit ourselves and where we go more into this is not impossible, this is not possible, then what is possible here that I haven't considered and acknowledged? And um, being also a mom of two little kids, it's so cool to see how, how you know, when we are kids, yeah, everything is like, oh, when I grow up, I want to be this and I want to be this and I want to have that. And if we don't stop that, uh, we can always ask for what else is possible. And this is what I love about the tools and the classes that I'm facilitating and all the people I get to empower that they step out of judgment into possibilities and into it, the acknowledgement of that they are being themselves are such a gift. So these are, like, I can go on talking <laughs> because there are so many topics and it's just beautiful. And I'm so grateful after... Um, I started social working, and I worked in so many different uh, jobs. Um, but there, often it it was like I tell people what I think or what I learned is good, you know. But it was never about what what do you know about your life? What is it you want to change? And this is different now. And it's it's how do you say it in English? It's long lasting, you know. People have really practical tools that they can use every day. And a main thing that we use is being in the question. And it seems so small to say what else is possible. But this is a question that is so changing and open, opens up so much. If you have an amazing situation, you can say what else is possible. Like, you know, you, you go for holidays and it, or you go for lunch and it's so, so, so good. Sometimes you say, oh, this was the best. Uh, dinner. And it's so different if you would say, this was the best dinner to find what else is possible. Mm-hmm. Then you invite something uh, greater into your life with, and whatever it is, also with relationships. And, uh, and this is the thing where you, where you just go on and ask for, show me. Like the earth is full with, our earth is abundant, poor. So 
And a lot of times we learn to to not enjoy it and to not live it. And it's so different if you ask, what else is possible here that I haven't considered? Oh, what a great question. Really, that's a great question that we all need to ask ourselves and so important that we learn to, you know, acknowledge those toxic relationships and how to deal with them. Thank you so much. And where can people find out more information about you, Doris? So uh, my webpage is just um, uh, gets just built, but it will be www.dorishshackhoover.com. And with my name, you can easily find me on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. I have videos and I, I post a lot and I'm really um, social out there. Thank you so much. And that's great information. It was just a pleasure to have you on. And even though you're very far away from us, it sounds like you are just right here. <laughs> so thank you so much. What a, what a lovely thank lady you. you are. And this has been Life's Too Short. And you know, so am I at four foot ten. But life really is too short. And it is too short to be in toxic relationships and to try and figure out you know, how you can best deal with them so that you can live your best life. And of course, living your best life involves listening to podcasts on RadioMD.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart, iTunes, everywhere podcasts are played, you can hear this show and lots of our shows. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening and stay well.